Hello and welcome along to another Performing Capers podcast with Shape a Caper. My name is Tommy Small and I'm Artistic Director of Shape a Caper. My name's Alex and I'm the dance artist working with Shape a Caper. You'll be pure sick of my voice for now. <laughs> <laughs> we are here to talk about today our brand new project that we've been funded by the National Lottery Community Fund to work on a project called Online in Concert. And one stream of that project is about working with LGBTQ plus people in Dundee and beyond to come together in a safe space to look at LGBT issues both here and around the world. And also to be thinking about what it's like to be LGBT plus right now in the world. So we've decided that the project is going to be called the In Out Crowd. And we wanted to look at making or emulating that great kind of formula that we see on mostly American TV, but it does trickle down here as well, about things like the Late Late Show or the show, I forget what they're all called. They're all called like derivatives of each other, but like the one with Jimmy Fallon, the one with Jimmy Kimmel, the one with James Corden. Late Night with someone. (laughs) Yeah, I think we need to change our names to some derivative of James or Jimmy or Jinx or something like that. But yeah, It's really that format, that late night show, talk show, and also about looking at then magazine style shows that we have here in Britain, such as The One Show, or This Morning, or Loose Women, or any of those kind of things, or even better, Big Brothers, Little Brother, and Old School. So we've kind of been looking at that as a starting point and been thinking about how we might take this forward. So Alex, what have we been doing on that? So we've been having a lot of different planning sessions because we wanted this to be, as Tommy said, a bit of a safe space for people that might not necessarily be in the most supportive of households. Thankfully now things are starting to loosen up a little bit, but certainly during the time of the really strict lockdown, we know a lot of people, particularly in the LGBT plus community, were really struggling because they maybe were separated from their core group of friends and, and what they what we know in the community is chosen family so that was really where the idea for the sessions first came about is can we offer something that's not quite as serious as a support group because we are not mental health professionals but we are artistic professionals and creative professionals and we know that we can transport people to a fun happy carefree creative environment and that's very easy for us and it's something we enjoy doing So with thanks to the National Lottery Community Fund, we are able to offer that now. And that is just in the perfect time, I think, as well, because things are starting to ease off in terms of you can now go to the shops two at a time or you can now visit people. But it's still not necessarily the same group, the same closeness with people that we were able to have pre-COVID. So this is a, a really good secondary option for people. And also maybe for folks living in Dundee who are LGBT+, as it's going to be delivered online. They can also meet potentially other people from Glasgow, other people from Edinburgh, maybe even people across the world. We've got one of our fabulous pod members, Eleanor, is currently living in Germany and she's helping us curate the project she's helping us to advertise promote the project so already we've I don't I mean I don't know how far away Germany is I feel geography but it's certainly a a larger reach than just in Scotland we know that some people really wanted the hard-hitting serious things to be discussed in the group sessions 
but we also know that some people don't want that they want to have this escape they want to just sit and laugh and just have fun so with this magazine style show we're looking at a bit of a serious and fun sort of sandwich so we're doing quite a comedic opening monologue style again very much like what you would see in Saturday Night Live or something like that of course not quite the budget of Saturday Night Live but it'll be just as entertaining and then going into things like media reviews of LGBT plus books and films and TV shows we are then also going to look at some current news to do with LGBTQ plus issues these might be fun and light-hearted and feel-good stories and they might also be some not so feel-good stories particularly with things that are happening in Europe just now with certain celebrities making certain comments about certain people all of these things are also subjects that we might bring up as well and then we're also going to have a bit of a deep dive political segment that's when we are going to hopefully chat to some people in a sort of interview style setting and get other people's perspectives on what is happening around the world the different issues that we're talking about and of course some super fun game shows as well all with a bit of an lgbt plus focus so we're really trying to provide something for everyone so if someone's totally there for the hard-hitting news segment then they've got that and if someone else is there just to sit down with a cup of peppermint tea and a biscuit and they just want to be made laugh of a Monday evening, then they've got that as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I'm glad that you mentioned Eleanor, the lovely Eleanor Walker, who's part of our youth advisory board called The Body. Again, thanks to the National Lottery Community Fund. They've also supported our youth advisory board with two bursaries to help young people to get into employment. So we've got two small bursaries to be able to offer Eleanor and another member of the body. And we'll talk about that one in another podcast. But Eleanor is joining us to kind of look at In Out Crowd, helping us to get the message out, to look at project planning. So she's getting a bit of an oversight of all of the various parts of putting together a show like this. And she's based in Berlin. So it's really interesting to then think about how we might have a bit more of an unexpected international reach. For the very first episode, so as Alex said, we wanted to have a real balance of an opportunity for that almost like escapism, like, you know, put the TV on in the background, but also be able to have those kind of deep dive conversations as well. What we're kind of looking at is the recent changes in Poland and how that's affecting LGBT plus people there. What we're hoping to do is to have a bit of a provocation there that would then spark the essentially studio audience for me the studio audience element is something that will be really exciting to explore we're going to be live streaming the project onto our shaper caper facebook page as well as that we'll also be recording the meeting through zoom there'll be a link present anytime we go live on facebook people can either spectate on social media if that's what they prefer equally if they want to join in and be physically present in the zoom meeting with myself and eleanor and other members of the team They can also join in in that way. They can leave comments. They can have a bit of a question time style sort of interview with myself if they have something that they'd like to share. So as far as I know, I've not seen any other companies do this sort of format for their online or digital content. So what an experience it's going to be to see how it works out. And it's nice to be able to offer people that option if they want to participate but they don't want to physically be present in a Zoom meeting which can be quite daunting for people particularly when it's filled with people you don't know you've never met before it gives them that opportunity to just watch and spectate and enjoy the show enjoy the project but equally if someone 
is moved by something or they want to share a response to a segment that we've done, then they also have the opportunity to do that. They can parachute in and out as they want or they can stay there for the full hour long episode. We're also doing a review section based on the wonderful programme Dragula, which I'd actually never heard about before, but Alex is a big fan and they were telling me all about it yesterday. So I wonder, Alex, was that giving too much away? What would be a teaser if somebody doesn't know what Dragula is, as I did yesterday? Could you tell us a little bit about it to whet our appetite? The way I tend to describe it is like RuPaul's Drag Race, but better and in some sort of fever dream nightmare. It reaches out towards the more alternative style. And I'm a big fan of drag race. I'm a big fan of drag artistry in general, even well before drag race. When I was really young, my dad and my mum always watched Eddie Izzard, Lily Savage, Divine. Some of the original drag icons I knew of from being really young so I do love and appreciate RuPaul's Drag Race but what Dragula does is it looks at their four pillars of drag horror filth drag and glamour and it encompasses all of that it's a far lower budget series it doesn't have anywhere near the amount of money that Drag Race has and I personally always really prefer things on a slightly lower budget because you can really see the writing that goes into it. You can see the heart and the passion and it's all quite raw and a bit rough around the edges. I think that it's sometimes a bit easier to make something really great when you can just throw thousands of pounds or dollars at it. But if you're working just off of the little amount of money that you have, you've got to be a bit more clever. And quite often the contestants will do really unusual stunts rather than lip syncing or making costumes. They have to make a costume and perform as a zombie in the middle of the desert or they have to perform a burlesque vampire style show but they had to drink fake blood and all this kind of stuff so it was really quite out there and unusual and every week think my goodness what is what is going to be coming up this time and whoever is in the bottom two rather than doing the iconic lip sync for your life that Drag Race does they do these things called extermination challenges which is if anyone's ever seen I'm a celebrity get mute here it's quite like a Bush Tucker trial. So one challenge that they did was the bottom contestants were put into a coffin and crickets and bugs and spiders were thrown into the coffin with them. And whoever the hosts that are the Bully brothers, whoever they deemed as being the best, got to stay and the other people had to leave the competition. But they also write it in a way that they kill off the contestants. Now, of course, they don't. Kind of horror, 80s. It's really quite campy and fun. And it's on Amazon Prime as well. If anyone is particularly interested in the more punk style of drag and the more horror style, then it's definitely something to, to have a wee watch. And there's also going to be a cultural section as well related to LGBT. On the first one, we're going to be looking at a film that we made a few months ago, pre-lockdown, called Them. And it kind of ties into one of the last things to maybe kind of touch on today. We're hoping to make a new show called No Offence, which is about LGBT plus issues, particularly for young people. We created one section that looks particularly around non-binary and trans voices. This week, in fact, Alex, as part of Non-Binary Awareness Week, you've actually written a really beautiful, really moving, but also in your unique way, it's also super funny. 
So I wonder if you maybe want to talk a little bit about that. We've talked about it in creative processes and worked together on making this really lovely film called Them, which takes place in the toilet pre-lockdown. Not sure if we would actually even bother to film that now because heads were quite close to toilet seats and things like that. But I wonder if maybe you could talk a bit about your blog. Yeah, I think the blog and the film and also the In Out Crowd as a series, they all do tie in together in the sense of there is some comedic moments and there's to balance it out there's also some quite I wouldn't want to say moving moments like oh I just I'm so moving I don't mean it like that but there's oh you're a dancer so you're very moving (laughs) boom boom thank you uh yes I'm also very flexible with my time (laughs) so it's just the way I think in which we work that it seems to have just embedded itself into how I write and how I express myself and it's also part of being Scottish and from particularly from the west of Scotland we can't stay serious for a minute even even if we're trying to talk about something really serious and really moving so with non-binary awareness week I was saying to Tommy earlier that I also wrote a blog for Pride Month last month based around the history of Pride and that was very joyful and very uplifting but for me when it's something to do with awareness week I think it's the awareness that's the important Pride is also about raising awareness of the issues that we face but when there's a specific trans awareness, trans visibility day or non-binary visibility it's important that we look at the issues as well as what's great about it because it's very easy to sometimes forget particularly just now when everything on paper in this country is very like oh well you know that what we've heard a million times you can vote you can get married you can do this what more do you want that's something we've all spoke about in a few creative processes particularly for no offense just because something's legal on paper it doesn't mean it's fixed the video more so was looking at the an issue with a menstrual cycle and with toilets relating to gender but the blog was also talking about not just how that can affect non-binary people, but actually also how overly gendered language and such strict gender rules is also really detrimental to cisgender people as well. And this tie with, just again another example, just this tie with women having breasts or women having a period that's so reductive to what a woman actually is you know and I gave some examples in the blog so if if someone starts their menstrual cycle when they're eight years old does that mean they're a woman because I wouldn't say so if someone has to have a hysterectomy at 22 are they now no longer a woman you know it's it's things it's things like that that actually it, it affects everyone I also mentioned good old share I compare myself to a daffodil a couple of times as well with regards to chromosomes so I think with the and out crowd with the video and with the blog it's about trying to get across that message hopefully in a way that's not preachy and it's not like I'm talking down to anyone it's just trying to say hey this is actually what it's like and peppering some humor in there so that people can understand where you're coming from and and maybe not even understand but just kind of respect that it exists Mm -hmm. and I think it's so important to have a culture section in this because as we all know, culture is really facing a sink or swim moment just now, and it's looking more sink, unfortunately, every day. So hopefully, the more that we can talk about culture, the importance of culture, particularly local culture, if we can try and look at LGBT plus art, if we can look at the art that Shape or Caper make in terms of dance films or dance productions, and if we can talk about that more, then it just reinforces actually how important culture is and let's not let that drop just because 
there are so many other things that need our money and attention right now. Culture is right up there with it. Art is up there with it. We couldn't have got through this lockdown without podcasts and music and art and dance and songs. And we have 24 sessions to get to do it. So I'm really excited about the first session. And I can only imagine that 24 sessions from now, it may change how it will have developed and how it will have grown. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And I think it's an experiment, this this kind of project. So it'll be really interesting to see where it goes and how people engage with that. Hopefully people find that a, a space that they can talk about kind of some of the issues that's going on at the moment. What we're going to be doing for future episodes as well is putting a call out for LGBT people to kind of suggest issues they want to talk about. So that's coming on Monday the 27th, as we said. It's going to take place on Facebook Live. And you, as we said, if you want to be part of the studio audience, you can just get in touch with us. We're going to put a call out for that on our website. So thanks for joining us today to hear our Performing Capers podcast. We hope that you can join us for the In Out crowd on Monday the 27th of July. We hope that you also feel inspired to go away and read some of our blogs on our website that Alex has written for us and, and they've talked about today, particularly the one for non-binary awareness week. Thank you very much for listening and thank you, Alex. Thank you, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs>